Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio as we look forward towards what's going to be the start of the Inter-Dominion Series for 2022 this Saturday evening, uh, that being at Ballarat, the first round of heats. We're also looking forward to next Tuesday where we head to Shepparton and then next Saturday evening for the third and final round of heats out of Geelong before we do have a seven-day turnaround to the grand final for both the Pacers and the Trotters. We had Bathurst race last night and more heats of the Breeders' Challenge Regional Series where Party Cheval won the three-year-old Phillies version in quick time as well in St. Viren was able to salute in the Colts and Geldings edition. Tonight, we've got a big 10 racer out of Penrith, so a busy night. The first gets underway at 6.19, and we're about to have a chat to Cam Hart around his chances tonight, but then looking forward to heading to Victoria, no doubt, for what is going to be a very busy next few weeks. And Cam's joining us now for On The Pace. Thanks for your time this morning, Cam. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Rick. No doubt looking forward to the next few weeks. These are the races that you want to be involved in in this sport. And uh, I guess it's been a whirlwind two years for you. And now all of a sudden uh, you're right in the thick of winning group ones here, there and everywhere. And and Inter-Dominion would be out of reach. Yeah, it's definitely an exciting time of the year. And it feels like the Inundom only just passed uh, in Sydney. But uh, yeah, it's back again and really looking forward to it. And yeah, really having a good run with Majestic Cruiser. So we had a good time in New Zealand and got some good results over there but it'd be nice to go one better in Melbourne. You've had a few experiences in Victoria but uh, in terms of traveling around to the different tracks Ballarat, Shepparton and Geelong over the next week or so uh, what's your level of of experience at the different circuits? Yeah I've driven at um, Ballarat and Shepparton I haven't been to Geelong but done yeah quite a bit of driving at Ballarat and and a few trips to Shepparton so I know the tracks quite well so that um, should put me in good stead. We'll discuss those Inter-Dominion heats shortly, and you've also picked up another drive in the third for the first of the pacing Inter-Dominion heats, which you'll see you drive in all three of them. But quickly, let's discuss a few key chances tonight at Penrith, and you kick off your book in race number one with horse number one, BOK. And by the looks of things, this is your first driver board, this runner. So I guess it's a bit of a, a wait and see, but you would have seen plenty of her. Yeah, she's um, come up with a good barrier, and, she does possess a, a bit of gate speed and, you know, she's won at Penrith over the mile before in front, so that'd be ideal to try and hold up and, you know, it looks like the main dangers are probably drawn on the back line, so if we can get a cheap little quarter up on the front end and then be able to sprint home, she should be a good chance in that race. In the second on the card, you've got Bell River Kid. Uh, what have you made of this horse's recent runs? Yeah, he's been really good. He's been a bit of a surprise prize packet. He's put in some really good runs. Um, you know, he come to Dave Wade off a really long spell and he's done well so far probably a couple that might have a little bit of class on him in this race but still see him getting a good trip from barrier three and he should be a really good play so Speaking of trips you mentioned the three gaities a horse that's done pretty much all of his racing this preparation sort of punching the peg line but uh, do you have to drive him maybe in a different way this evening? Yeah I've probably got to get him out of the gate a little bit I expect the two horses to probably cross straight over the one so we should be able to land in the running line. It looks like the four horse will keep coming. Actually gives some cover. So, yeah, he's been really good off the sit um, in his last couple of runs. So, hopefully if we can get that sort of trip, he'll be, you know, top three. 
And another key chance tonight I thought was Pop's boy goes around in race number five, comes up with the second row draw. I'm a big fan of this horse, and I think as he continues to progress, he'll find his way into the, the pointy end of uh, the ratings. But what's your assessment of him? And you jump back aboard this evening after uh, not driving him recently, but no doubt you would have uh, seen his efforts, including through that Breeders' Challenge series. Yeah, I really like the draw for him tonight. It's a nice trailing drawer and looks a bit of speed off the front. And he's definitely dropping back in grade. Like you said, he was racing it in those good races at Menangle you know, a couple of months ago. So, um, you know, he's down in grade. And if you can track through early, um, I really think he's a good winning hope tonight. All right, that's race five, horse number eight, Pops Boy Cam. Certainly has a few other chances on the card, but with uh, drives in most of them, we can't look through all of them, but uh, they certainly look key chances in the first, second and fifth races. You'll turn your attention then to Melton tomorrow night, Cam, I guess getting your eye in down here in Victoria a day earlier than those Inter-Dominion heats. You've got two drives. What can you tell us about race seven, horse number three, celebrating? First up, he looked pretty plain to the eye at Bathurst but he's going to be hard in the market again tomorrow evening. So we haven't seen him for a few weeks. Uh, I would assume he's probably going to, well, he's definitely going to have to be better tomorrow night. Can he be? Yeah, I think he can be. He, he, I probably drove him a little bit upside down at Bathurst. Just, he had a bad barrier and there was a bit of speed on early. So I kind of had to get out of the speed battle and, and take him back to last. And he got a little wide on the track and, and hung a little bit and, and things like that. And he was first up for Jace, so we're still learning about him. But um, he, he showed me enough uh, to think if I can get him out of the gate and on the pegs, um, he'll run a good race. Speaking of gate speed, I guess it's hard to get a real assessment when he drew so wide first up. But he, did he give you a feel that it would be there in the right circumstances? Yeah, I think so. I, I expect him to lead in this race, um, you know, at least the first couple of hundred and see what happens. But... Um, yeah, come out really good for, you know, 100 at Bathurst, but I, I just wasn't going to end up anywhere being that wide, so that's why I grabbed hold, but he, I think he's got a bit of gate speed there. And Firefox finds himself in claiming company, one of the, the high-priced claimers. You haven't driven him this prep, and probably his two runs have been uh, below what's expected of him because he has run some great races at Menangle. Uh, I guess claiming company to the eye probably looks a little easier in saying that there's some hardened horses where he's only still relatively fresh into his career. But what's your opinion of this guy? Yeah, he's got a, you know, a load of ability and, you know, maybe 12 months on, he might be running in and into the minion series with the ability he's got, but he's probably just not mature enough for it at this stage. So he's yeah, dropping back in grade to, you know, what the ability of the horse is. Um, but he's just going to have to find his best. He hasn't, Sort of been at his best this prep, but hopefully with this drop back in grade, he might be able to find that. He's a very good miler. Does the trip concern you at all, or does the fact that it's a small field, I guess, give you a, a couple of options? Yeah, he's pretty versatile. He's probably better, you know, driven with a sit, um, you know, depending on what the speed of the race is going to be. Might be better driven that way, but he can also come out and lead. So I'll just see what Jace thinks and and see how he sort of settled in down there at Melbourne and go from there. 
Okay, let's chat the big time now with those first-round heats out of Ballarat in only two days' time for the Inter-Dominion, who picked up the drive on the Black Prince in the first of them. Um, from what I can see, you haven't driven this horse before, but you probably know him as well as you can without sitting behind him. You've seen plenty of him. Uh, in terms of his recent form, what have you made of it? Because he is a multiple Group 1 winner and he probably hasn't uh, been racing as well to the eye, but you've been more than likely amongst many of his races. So uh, it's a tough gate on paper, but what sort of chance do you give him as you jump aboard? Yeah, he's first up and, you know, I was talking to Roy and he, he's happy enough with him. And, you know, we know he's a quality horse and, you know, he's raced in Miracle Miles and, and races like that. So he's done it at this level. So he's probably one of the more proven horses in the field as far as the last couple of years, but he's just got to find his best form. And he's a versatile horse and he's got a good turn of foot. So if I can get him a good trip, yeah, hopefully it'll be finished off. It's only been a few weeks, but I'm sure you're really looking forward to reuniting with Majestic Cruiser. Without winning, I don't think he could have gone a great deal better over there in New Zealand. Yeah, he was unreal. You know, probably both days is the run of the race, and if he gets any luck either day and maybe settles a little closer in the run, um, he probably wins both races. So couldn't be happier with the you know the way he's going at the moment, and hopefully he can continue that into this series. Do you think he's still a little underestimated? He ran two great seconds in elite New Zealand racing, which we know is generally a, a brilliant form line. And he opened up at what I thought was a pretty crazy price for this heat on Saturday evening. Do you think he, he still flies under the radar despite his body of work now? Yeah, he probably does a little, Brett. Um, you know, probably just for this instance, it's probably more the barrier draw. You know, he's probably going to need a little bit of luck. So that's probably why he's a bit high in the market, but... He's a horse that, you know, generally in these grand circuit races, he, he's driven with cover and, you know, I, I know a lot of the punters like, you know, a horse like probably expensive ego or something that can launch to the chair or, or in front. So that's probably just why he starts over the odds, you know, every time. But, um, you know, we've come to expect that he, he always puts in on those big nights and he's got a lot of results. The inside second row draw, I guess, really does limit your options. Tango Taro, the last time I checked, is still in the fields, but there's some conjecture around whether he starts. So you may well be following out a, a different horse come race time. But uh, in your initial thoughts, are you happy to stay on the pegs and, and driving quietly in this first round? I think so. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure the sprint lane's in, in play, um, so that'll help a little bit. Yeah, I'm happy for the first round heats to keep stay on the pegs and shortest way home. A few of the better chances are drawn on the back line. They're going to have to do a little bit of work wide at some stage, so that's going to be an advantage. And we're just going to have to, you know, try and get him out late and, and get him his chance. Yeah, definitely an important part of Saturday night's card. The sprint lane will be in operation at Ballarat. Uh, they've put in a sprint lane once more to uh, keep consistency across all of the tracks. And I cast no shadow goes around in the third and final pacing heat. You've managed to, to grab that drive back after he was successful at Group 1 level last time out. So doesn't get much better form than that leading into an Inter-Dominion. Yeah, super happy with him. Much like Majestic Cruiser, they're probably the two informed horses they couldn't add better form lines going into this series, and he was super in the Len Smith Mile to you know go forty-eight and eight, and you know, he's a very versatile horse. So you know the draw is probably not ideal, but he can definitely handle that draw as well. 
you've just spoken there about his versatility. Probably for much of his uh, career, he's been known as a speed horse, but he's had a few tough trips at Medangle that he's managed to cope with really well. So uh, I would assume that you're pretty happy with however the race unfolds, you can drive him to suit. Yeah, that's right. You know, there's a bit of speed on up the front. I'm be happy just to try and get a trail into the race late and you know we've seen in the Lensmith how he can finish off with a sit and you know if it's a bit of a snooze fest up the front you know he's able to make a mid-race move and sit parked if he has to so he's um, quite an easy horse to drive you've just got to you know, see what the tempo of the race is and he's in really good form at the moment so I'm sort of pretty confident with him. Well three drives to kick off the Inter-Dominion series I, I would assume I know your answer, and he raced in the Inter-Dominion last year, but is Majestic Cruiser at this point of the series with so much to change over the next few weeks your your best chance of taking home this year's Inter-Dominion? Yeah, he definitely is. I think, you know, he's the best horse in the series. You know, he could at least be top three or four, so he's proven that he's a really good stayer, and once we get up in trip, hopefully we can get into the final, and he's going to be a good shot if he gets a good trip. Well, a really busy next few weeks upcoming for you, Cam. I guess as uh, much as this year has been the same, it's been hectic times, but great results coming your way. So that certainly makes it worthwhile. Here's hoping that can be the same case in this year's Inter-Dominion Series. And really appreciate your time this morning joining us on On The Pace. Yeah, no worries, Britt. Thank you. Cam Hart there this morning, the state's leading reinsman. Uh, he's on track to win a, another state premiership, Cam. And uh, not only will he be looking to no doubt keep that lead on the home front. He'll be doing plenty of travelling over the next few weeks with key chances in this year's Inter-Dominion. And, of course, those uh, runners that we mentioned this evening all look good hopes tonight, more pressingly at Penrith Race 1, number one, BOK, the first of them. So that's on the pace for this Thursday morning. Plenty of information for you there. The build-up will continue over the next few days here on Sky Sports Radio towards the Inter-Dominion in Victoria, which kicks off on Saturday night out of Ballarat with a very strong new New South Wales influence currently in the pacing division. The top three embedding are New South Wales trained paces. Best of luck to all connections competing in this year's Inter-Dominion. And when I speak to you next week, that being next Wednesday for my next shift here on On The Pace, we'll have a much clearer picture through the first two rounds of heats of ID 2022. Chat to you then. Plenty more to come, though, here on Sky Sports Radio.